Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Morning Buzz. It is such a pleasure and an honor to get to sit with you day after day and have these quiet, wonderful conversations with you. Today, I am coming to you from my living room here in Pennsylvania, and today I am enjoying a wonderful cup of coffee, sitting here reading God's Word this morning. And I am packing my house, and yesterday was Mother's Day, and um, I didn't get to celebrate Mother's Day with my mom. My mom is back in Texas, and um, her mom is back in Texas, so my Mimi is back in Texas. And um, as I've told y'all before, I'm geographically separated from one of our daughters, so I had to FaceTime with her. And I'm geographically separated from one of our sons, so I got to say a little happy um, Mother's Day with him. And um, But two of our daughters that live with us, um, they woke me up and they surprised me with a little clay sculpture and a card and a made picture frame, handmade picture frame, and a little bracelet um, that was made for me. And I tell you, it's so amazing how in those little trinkets and in those little handmade sentiments, it's like your whole soul comes alive. And um, I never understood growing up why my mom seemed to keep all the little things. And I remember that she had a drawer in her room where she kept all the little cards that we made growing up. And she kept all the little pictures that we drew in school. And I always thought it was kind of funny that she kept everything, everything that had our fingerprints on it or, you know, little lockets of hair or things like that. But the truth of it was, was that she loved it. She fell in love with the memories of us being little. And um, they meant something to her. Those little memories meant something to her, as do these little memories mean something to me. Everyone laughs at me because my youngest daughter used to bring home rocks in her pockets. (laughs) And when she would go to pre-K, they would tell her, now, Bree, don't put rocks in your pockets. Don't bring home rocks. We can't take them off the playground. And she would hide them in her pockets. And she would be like, Mommy, I brought you a rock home today. And that was her way of showing me that she thought of me when she was away from me at pre-K when I would have to work. And those were during my single mom years. And those were hard years. So that, that, was, that was her way of telling me, Mommy, I thought of you. So when they realized she was going to be defiant and she was going to bring me rocks home, they started telling her, okay, you can bring home one, one little rock to your mom, but when you bring home the, the one to your mom, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to draw a little picture to your mom on this rock. And sometimes it would literally be half an inch all the way around in diameter, and she would draw a little bitty kitty cat face on it or a little bitty smiley face on it or whatever, but that was her way of showing me that she kept me with her in her heart all day. And those memories mean something to me. And these memories mean something to, um, 
to people. And I, I think that as a mom, you get it, you know, or as a sister, as an aunt, you get it. You know, I, I get it as an aunt from an aunt perspective too. So, um, so I'm going to just tell you guys kind of, kind of where I'm at. Um, I, I, I am a mom of an older daughter as well. And I've talked about Bailey before and Bailey is 11 and, uh, our middle daughter Adeline's 10 and my youngest daughter, um, she just turned nine. So I keep saying she's eight, but she just turned nine. And so our daughter, our daughter tribe, they're 11, 10 and nine. And I need to remember to ask God for what I need. And for me, it's hard as a mom of little girls because what I need from them right now is respect and relationship, right? And this is a really, really weird season for my littles um, because where they're at, they are like trying to figure it out, right? And they go to school and they are like, you know, 90 to nothing with their friends when they're at school and they're like pumping full of attitude when they're at school. And then when they come home, they have to hit the brakes and they have to realize that I'm not bro or bruh or, you know, hey, you, you know, because we're big on the yes, ma'am and no, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. We're big on the respect in our home. You know, honor your father and your mother. You know, I mean, we're big on that. Now, we don't run some kind of, you know, camp regime in our home. It's not that. We we just want our children to respect their parents so that whenever they leave, they respect other adults as well. That's just how we feel. That's how we do things. But the other day, I had like a full-on mom meltdown. And I didn't realize where I was at. You know, I didn't realize what point I had gotten to with the frustration, with the sass, because I was taking it to God, but I wasn't fully taking it to God. And while we, you know, we tell people, you know, you know, thank you for thinking our kids are respectful. Thank you for, you know, we love our kids, you know, and people tell us your kids are so sweet. Thank you. You know, and we're like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But when we're at home, it's a battle. It's a constant fight, you know, because it is a fight. It is a fight to, you know, keep the eye rolls under check and, you know, keep the attitude in check. And it is. If you are a parent, if you have ever been a parent of a young, you know, young girl trying to become a young woman, you get it, you know, and it is. It's it's a battle. And my daughter has this little, um, she wanted to have a Facebook, Instagram, and I was like, no way, not happening. So she wanted to go Facebook Live to do a little cooking show. And under my supervision, I said that was fine on my Facebook. And um, she likes to do things and have things done with perfection. And, you know, we try to tell her it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to make mistakes. And this generation that she's in watches these things, these, these, um, social media things or whatever. And we try to keep them off of any type like that, unless it's under our, you know, our helping hand or whatever, because of this, this site for perfection that they get. 
And so the other night we did a um, this little Facebook Live that I had on my on my account, and uh, we just had family on there. And in the middle of it, she has like a sass breakdown because she was getting frustrated and her frustration turns to that. And then I melted down and we're like both melting, completely forgetting that we're on Facebook Live. And we were both so vulnerable and so exposed. And my husband's in the background going, you're live on Facebook. And we were so (laughs) exposed and so raw and we couldn't get it to turn off. And I realized at that moment, you know, God allowed that entire situation to happen. Now, we got it off when we deleted it and we started over and we started over from the ground up and we said we were sorry and we said that we loved each other because, okay, I'm a humongous advocate of apologizing to your kids. If you get upset at your kids with your kids I, you know, everybody does their own thing. Everybody has their own way of doing things. I believe that part of showing your kids that you're human is saying, hey, I got upset too and I love you and I'm sorry. And I'm your mom, but I'm also a human and I love you. You know, because as soon as she started throwing me the sass face, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and I lost it too. And instead of helping guide her, you know, because I had had like all I could take, I was topped out. And, um, you know, I, I pulled to that scripture, you know, it says, um, hang on, I got to find it. You're a hypocrite. You know, if you can't, uh, take the wood out of your own eye, you know, to see clearly, to take, you know, to take the dust out of your friend's eye, you know, and I, I believe it's in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 7, uh, I think it starts in like Matthew 7, 4. Uh, let me go look. Hang on one second and I'll read it to you. Yeah, it says, How can you say to your friend, let me take that little piece of dust out of your eye? But look at yourself. You still have a big piece of wood in your eye. You hypocrite. First take the wood out of your own eye. Then you will see clearly to take the dust out of your friend's eye. And I believe that's like the same thing with your kids, right? Like if I can't keep myself in check in the moments of like rupture, right? Like when you, it's like a, it's like you take a Coke bottle and you shake it up and you are like, you've had, you are mommed out, right? And you have like had all you can take in those moments. And our kids push us there, right? With like the sass and the attitude and everything. But if we are like mommed out or dad, you know, dad out and our kids are throwing us attitude, like we need to check ourselves and make sure that we can parent correctly and not have those moments of like, complete just like self-sabotage because we can't tell our kids hey you can't freak out and roll your eyes and you know sass and like mic drop and leave the room if you know and then I do the same thing so you know I really came to a point with her where I was like I'm sorry let's start over let's bury this Let's laugh it off and let's let's try again. Let's try again. And she did. And I, I really feel like for me, it was hard. It was hard to have that moment, you know, because you don't want to have that as like a childhood memory. But I mean, we were super exposed, super embarrassed, you know, and we don't have those moments often. But 
when I had that moment with her, I felt like it was a moment of healing. It all, it really ended up being a moment of healing and um, a learning experience, I think, for the both of us, you know. And I want what God wants, you know, for her. And what God wants for her is for her to be able to grow up and be a mommy that learns with her daughter as well, if God blesses her with a daughter, you know. And if she has those moments, then when she sees me say, hey, I'm sorry, let's start over, you know, then when she has a daughter, she can say, hey, me and my mom went through something like this and, you know, and I'm sorry, let's start over. So, you know, I don't want to judge her harshly and I'm having to learn not to judge the every single eye roll. You know, and it's really hard. It's really hard, you know, because she is submersed in attitude when, like I said, when she's at school and then she comes home and has to reel it back in. So um, for me, you know, I just, I'm learning, I think. And, and I know this is like not something that I usually, I do on here. But for me, like I'm really learning throughout all these stages, like how to be a mom in this different, in these different categories, in these different stages, in these different phases. And God is ushering me through with such grace and humility and, and helping me see that it's okay to have these crazy moments where he allows me to be humiliated, where he allows me to be humbled. And then he says, it's okay. I love you. And my grace is sufficient for you, you know, and um, he's really teaching me how to love my daughter and how to be a mother that, that I want to be, you know, and how I want to give grace like I want And, um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at this morning. I'm kind of at, I'm kind of at this mic drop moment, you know, where now I can say with my daughter, like, okay, crazy moment, you know, we had a, we had a meltdown, but we're okay. And, and, um, now we can laugh it off instead of sitting and sulking in a moment that could have really embarrassed both of us, but it didn't. And it, it's really helping to teach us both you know, where the next phase of our life is going to go into. And we really learned from it. So I think that's pretty awesome. And and honor your father and your mother. You know, she does honor me and she does love me. And in my Mother's Day card, you know, that's what she told me. I love you more than anything. And I couldn't do my life without you. And she gave me that card after we had had our meltdown. So I know that she does still love me and that I am the mommy that she would choose. So I just encourage all of you moms, if you guys have had like a major meltdown with your kids lately or momming is just hard because momming is hard and it's not easy and we get tired and our kids act crazy and sometimes we act crazy and at the end of the day, we are looking back at our day like sitting there and our ponytail is just flopped over on the side of our head and we are like, wow, that day was insane. You are a good mom. You are doing the best job you can and your kids know that you love them and that is the most important factor. And as long as you make sure that your kids know how much you love them, then 
all the little mundane arguments and all the little silly exposures and the crazy arguments because they can't have what they want at that moment because you're teaching them to be responsible or the blow-ups in the middle of Target because everybody's tired or whatever happens, none of those exposures matter because what matters is that I love you's happen and at the end of the day, God is proud of you because you have taught them to love Jesus. So I commend you mothers and I just say, you go girl and you're doing a good job. And like my mom told me one time, sometimes you just have to stand in the mirror and do a superwoman pose because sometimes it is hard and momming is so hard. So happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all of you. No matter what kind of mom you are, a biological mom, a foster mom, a stepmom, a mourning mom, an empty nester, a mom in waiting, or a mom hopeful. Good luck to you and happy Mother's Day. And thanks for hanging out with me on The Morning Buzz.